I'm Leonard Griggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. And today I'm going to talk about working for the public. Yes, I've been doing this for 33 years, and for the most part, it's it's not a bad experience, but there are some experiences that I've had that are, oh my, the way people act sometimes, it just amazes me. So um, I'll be right back and I'll talk about working for the public. And I'm back and I'm talking about working for the public, which I've done for many, many years. And for the most part, it's a great experience and I enjoy my interaction with people, and that's what's kept me going for the last 33 years um, at my job, which actually I'm coming up on my 33rd year anniversary, just in a couple weeks or so, actually. But it's funny, I can have a million kind acts or kind interactions with people, but the ones that stick out of my mind are the people that were really rude, the ones I remember. And that's... I don't know if everybody's like that, but that's that's me. And one person can absolutely ruin my day. And I'll talk about it for days, actually, because that's the kind of person I am. But aren't we all a little bit like that? It's like when someone's just unnecessarily rude. Um, it just, you can ruin someone's day. Words, someone said words aren't important. And I've said this over and over. Words are everything. That's how we communicate. So watch what you say or choose your words carefully. Um, I, I There's just some key things that I've noticed about people. And I don't mean to concentrate on the negativity, but I this is... I just had an experience just yesterday or two days ago at work that boggled my mind and I they two two things in a row so right at the end of my shift so they totally ruined my day and set the tone for me for the rest of the day because I was just scratching my head but I'll get to that later um over the years like I said for the most part I really enjoy my interaction with people but over the years I've had things that just really stand out in my mind. And some of them are general everyday behaviors. Um, people don't read signs. Not really. Um, they see, you know, this is this much money. And then it says with this, I'll try to avoid using actual terminology because I don't want to talk about or I don't want my company thinking I'm bad mouth on their corporation. I'm not. But it you know, it'll say sixty nine cents with a coupon. Let's just be generic here. And they'll see that sixty nine cents and they'll come in and uh you'll ring it up and it'll be, you know, dollars whatever, seventy nine. Oh, it says sixty nine cents on the door. And then you're like, No, it says with a coupon. You don't do you have a coupon? No. And then Generally, they'll argue with you that, you know, that's ripping the co- <laughs> ripping the customer off, that they need to be more clear. And I'm thinking, how more clear can you be? It says, 
with a coupon and then you know they just I had a guy argue follow me around the store arguing with me and telling me what corporate should be doing and I'm like well I'll get right with them on that what do you want me to do call them right now and tell them <laughs> uh, or my other favorite is uh, they'll be mad because you didn't quite take a discount off right through whatever reason you didn't and then you they'll argue with you and then they'll leave their change <laughs> it's like you were just griping because you didn't get your discount but then you don't want your change so why were you worried about getting a discount does that make any sense to you it makes no sense to me but again that's just a everyday thing I see people randomly do that boggles my mind and uh, people can throw such fits another thing um, the nature of my job is sometimes you get stuck behind the counter waiting on people you get never ending lines and we have to do other stuff besides waiting on people you have to you know stop cups and this and this and this and <laughs> so you finally get a minute to go grab some cups because you know they're going to be mad if you don't have cups right so I'll go back and not a soul in the parking lot not a soul near the store I'll go back in the time it takes me to walk back which is you know around through a hallway backwards in the back room um and come back there'll be a line of people standing there and you're like how could that happen I mean they had to pull in first of all they had to get out of their car and they had to come in I mean I just literally walked back and walked up how could <laughs> and they're looking at me like and one of them inadvertently will say um we could have ran away with the whole store while you were back there or you'll get the indignant look like I've been waiting here for 30 minutes. And they're like, no, you've been literally waiting there for like 10 seconds. So it's like, <laughs> oh my. Again, that's just a general everyday occurrence. It happens at least once a day. It just kind of, that doesn't bother me so much. I'm just kind of used to it. But it's kind of ridiculous of people to do that. Um, these jobs, other jobs that so, certain stores in town that uh, they require their clerks to stock shelves and things and sometimes you get up and you gotta wait a minute for them to get all the way across the you know it, you just have to be a little patient with people it's it's uh, just what you gotta do uh, <laughs> I uh, I had an incident with a lady and I'll just tell this story now I'm going to kind of make this podcast short. I'm going to try to anyway. I had an incident with a lady just a couple of days ago, right before my days off. Um, she bought three roses and it came to, I don't remember what it came to. I think it was 1235. I know for three roses, uh, 1235. And she gave me 1250 and we have an automatic change dispenser. So I typed in her, 1250 and I had two or three people behind her and I said thank you so much you know she she leaves I didn't notice she didn't grab her change she leaves and I'm waiting on the next customer and she's 
storms back in, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, what? There's something wrong here. And she's holding her money. And I'm like, what what did I do? Instead of saying, sir, you... (laughs) I didn't get my coin change, my 15 cents. She stood there and said, she had to be uh, mysterious about it. Excuse me, there's something wrong. Like I'm supposed to immediately realize that she forgot to grab her change out of the little tray. And I point down to the tray and I said, there's your change. Oh! And she walks out and I wait on the next guy who is heinous. I mean, he is the biggest. He's probably 14 years old. He's as big as I am. And I'm a tall guy and big, not fat, but big. And he's just got an attitude. He's got attitude. He's That's why I figured he was 14, 15, because 14 year olds generally have an attitude, but he's big. So I wait on him. There's no polite interaction with him. I'm being polite. He's just a stone. Throws his money at me. Throws his money at me. I take his money. I put it in. I hand him his change. And this lady's standing here saying, right in the middle of this guy, mind you, she's saying, uh, I have a problem. If I do my math correctly, 15 cents is not one dime. And I'm like, oh, apparently the change machine didn't give her her nickel. So I shake the machine a little bit. This guy is being rude at the same time. And I'm, I'm still, I'm still trying to wait on him. It's hard to deal with someone that's kind of irate because you don't want to make them more irate. I don't want to say, oh, hold on a minute. You know, I just thought I could give her her nickel and that'll be that. And the lady yanks the nickel out of my hand and says, these nickels add up. Yeah, it's 15 cents. So meanwhile, at the same time, this young man is being really rude and I hand him his change and I say, have a nice day and yanks the money out of my hand. Actually, I didn't hand it to him. Rolls his eyes and walks out. And I'm just like, wow, this is the last hour of my shift. Had a pleasant day, but these two people and their attitudes ruined my day. I'm still talking about it two days later. So there again, be nice. There's no reason to be a jerk ever to anybody in any situation. Yes, the customer is supposed to always be right. I, I know my corporation wants us to be courteous to people, and I try. I try to be fast at what I do. I make mistakes every day. I'm human. I'm also older. <laughs> I'm not as fast as I used to be, but I try. Um, I mess up. Everybody messes up once in a while. This is my job is a rapid succession of customers. They want, want them in and out pretty quick. So, you know, people who've got places to be, they're going to work, they're on their lunch break, they only have a certain amount of time to eat, whatever. You got to be, you got to be fast. And that's courteous, being courteous to your customers. Um, I also try to make it personal. I try to have a personal 
which ir- irritates some people because uh, I talk too much, but that's my that's my way of keeping it human with everybody. I don't like to be cold. I don't like to be cold and efficient. I like to be human, and I like I I look at it as if. I work on a corner of two highways and I've got a lot of out-of-towners that come in and I want them to come in and, and think that my hometown, my little hometown store is a friendly place to come. I don't want them to think, well, that guy's a douche nugget. He's so serious. Yeah, I've lost my temper a few times. Again, I'm only human. Um, I have stood up there at my job for the last 33 years. I've had... Um, I've gotten bad news, horrific news. I've had people not show up for their shifts, and I've gotten stuck there. I've I I received news that my father died while I was at work. Um, I had a nosebleed one time in the middle of in the middle of a shift where I was by myself, and I have to get food for people, and blood is running down my arm, and I had to keep going. And people just didn't care. I've had that all happen to me in the last 33 years. And these are the negative things. I have had a lot of positive things happen. But these are the negative things. And the whole the whole thing of being indignant with people because you have to wait 10 seconds or um, everybody's important. We're all important. People don't have the patience to wait on you, to to wait for you to to finish waiting on the customer you have before you before they butt in and that's I mean can you not just wait a second or even if you say um, or just wait till you see I've got a break and tell me your problem I'm glad to help if I messed up I'm, I want to make it right you know but anyway that's just some of the things um, as far as that we put up with um I want to take a small break and I want to talk about things that are out of our control that aren't part of what we do that we have to deal with as well because there's way more to it when you're at a, at a store dealing with public. So I'll be right back. And in this segment, I want to talk about things that happen to us that have nothing to do with our jobs. Uh, um, outside car wrecks that we that happen in our parking lot or people falling, blah, blah, blah. Um, you have to be very careful when working for the public. You have to make sure there are no drips in the floor or where someone's going to trip. Or You have to be very careful with this because people will sue if they get hurt. That's everywhere, any place, um, big department stores, small department stores. So you have to be really on guard with this stuff. And sometimes when you're by yourself, it makes makes it kind of rough. Uh, nothing, I had a phone call the other day. Uh, the girl had a, my, one of my coworkers had a issue on the register and it was, loudly making a noise, an alarm, and I was trying to tell her how to fix it. She just wasn't 
getting it. And I knew it was driving her crazy. It, would drive, it was driving me crazy over the phone. And I was trying to explain it to her, but she wasn't quite understanding what I was saying. And it's hard for me to, um, hard for me to explain it when A, she's upset and B, I can't see what actually is on the screen to tell her what to press. Um, but the thing was, there was, she had a line at the time and she was there by herself and <laughs> poor girl was panicking. And I've been in those situations so many times, so many times, uh, I remember the first night I worked by myself on midnight shifts. I think I probably told this on my midnight shift thing. I had a line back around the around the uh, store, and it was probably 11 p.m. It was summertime, and I pressed the wrong button, and it was I could not figure this out. This is back when uh, food stamps were more paper and you had to treat them like cash but you had to ring them differently I didn't know that so I got into a transaction I couldn't get out of and nobody to call and I've got people screaming at me don't you know how to do your job and all that stuff and I was like that was my I think that was the first time anybody was really rude to me because they were a lot of them were intoxicated in the line because we got a lot of bar traffic and it was summertime and a lot of people were drinking. Back when I started, the most, the worst I dealt with was people being intoxicated. Now, I mean, they come in tweaking and uh, God knows what else they're taking. And, and <laughs> uh, we have a lot of homeless people that we deal with a lot, which is weird. And the customers are just like complaining that they're out there bothering them. And what are you going to do? I mean, it's such a horrible, pathetic, and it is pathetic thing to, to be homeless. It's awful. It's awful for the person. A lot of times they're strung out because, by gosh, the people that sell drugs love to, I think they think it's fun to get people like that wasted. I don't know. I don't understand it, but it seems like they never have trouble getting drugs. Or they take all the money they get. I don't understand that, but I've had I've had stuff thrown at me. Uh, I've been cussed out by these kind of people. I've also tried to help them, and then they steal off of you. And uh, and some, pe some people, they're just there are people in this country that live off the grid that hitchhike from one destination to the other and they pass through and for whatever reason I guess they rely on the kindness of others and we get that a lot another thing I have people who have car trouble out in the parking lot and I'm very helpful by nature I've actually changed a tire for people uh something I hardly can do anymore because of my health condition. I'm fat. <laughs> it's very hard for me to get down low. Uh, also, I have... Uh, my vision is limited. I have a, uh, I'm blind in one eye. Uh, I guess I tell everybody that I should, but I am. I have limited vision. So anyway, we have this happen 
quite often. And I've also had people that are stranded at my store who are, for one reason or another, that you're trying to help them find a way. I had a homeless guy dropped off at my store one time. And he was trying to get to a, a town, uh, Chester, Illinois, which is quite far from where I am. And it was a winter storm was moving. And I'll never forget this night. And he was homeless. And he was going back to stand at the bridge. And he was an older man. And he was a little scary. <laughs> but one of the neighboring... Uh, police uh, uh, officer from a neighboring town far away and dropped him off in my parking lot for me to deal with. Yes, that happens. Ooh, it makes me mad, but yes, it happens. That's kind of an in-joke with police officers. <laughs> it is true. Absolutely true. It's had happened to me many times. So here I am left to deal with this guy who is glaring at me through the window and it's getting ready to storm. I don't know it's this guy's story at all. So I call our local police officers. And our police officer was amazing. He's now a detective, or I don't know. He's, he's moved up in the world, and he deserves it. He earned his place for a, a bigger town down the road. Uh, but at the time when he was a Christopher police officer, um, he more... He he talked to this gentleman, found out he was a veteran, and he was stranded, and he was homeless. So his wife at the time, the police officer's wife at the time, worked for the to, for the VA, I believe, the Veterans Association, and he called and made arrangements to get this guy to a hospital because it literally was getting ready to drop to sub-zero temperatures and snow was moving in. It was a major cold front coming in. As a matter of fact, while we were talking, while this was all be going on, now mind you, this is my midnight shift. I have things to do, but we're trying to get this man situated. And I was so impressed with this officer who I'm friends with to this day. And he got him, he got him the help he needed. He got him to, to and he ended up being placed in a, a home for veterans. So that was a happy ending. But it's stuff like that that people don't realize that we deal with as well. Um, I had a co-worker have a stroke at my store once. I didn't handle that. She came into work and the assistant manager at the time had to deal with that. Uh, we had a person get killed in our parking lot once due to an accident. Of course, I mentioned on the corner of two highways. A semi didn't realize there was a stop there and she ran into this truck and the guy's truck spun out of control. He landed between two pumps and was deceased due to the impact of the semi hitting him. How he didn't hit the gas tanks or the pumps, which would have caused an explosion, is a miracle of God. But again, I wasn't there for that one, but it happened before I came in that day. Um, people don't have any idea of the stuff you deal with. I've had people run into the building. That's happened recently. It's happened twice. Uh, one drove all the way into the building and one hit the building. I was there for the second one where they hit the building, but I wasn't there for the first, but it was it's just a nightmare. I, again, I've had people fall. I've had to fill out accident reports. 
Oh, Lord. It's just a lot to deal with when you work for the public. And people don't realize that. Um, I, my favorite thing someone said to me, again, made me furious. All you do is sit there and press buttons. Right? Any monkey can do this job. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is why a lot of people quit. A lot of people can't handle the stress of dealing with the public. It is a stressful thing. Well, I'm going to take a break, and I'll talk some more in a second. And I'm back. This is From My Head to Your Ears, and I'm Leonard Riggs, and I'm talking about working for the public for 33 years. Um, like I said, it's been a positive thing for the most part, but the negative things can really get to you. Um, I don't like to do an all negative podcast, so I want to I want to talk about a little bit about some of the funny things that's happened or fun things that I remember working for the public I because I'd like to end on a positive note. Uh, I had to work my birthday many, many years ago. And I really don't like to work my birthday. I like to have off. But it, as it turned out, I had to work this one. And I was quite young still, maybe 25. And they had a Christmas program in Ducoy, Illinois, which is just 10 miles down the road from us. And we're one of the stops on the way back to the highway. So this group came in. They were a, a what do you call it, a chorus group, singers. And it was a young man's choir of some kind and they were really fun guys they came in they were there's about oh about 15 of them they came in and got their drinks and things and I was I was being me which I try to be fun and I was young still so we were all talking and I I said yeah today's my birthday I had to work and the boy said well that's that's a that's a shame. You shouldn't have to work your birthday. And I said, well, you know, it, it happens. And he whispers to his group, and they all sing happy birthday to me. It was like, one of my coolest things ever, and I'll never forget that. It just made me feel good. Um, again, that's one of the good things about the public. That's never happened again, but it was really cool at that time. Um, I've also... Some kids were having a... Um, with their church group, they had a, a, a scavenger hunt, and they came in and asked me if I would be part of the scavenger hunt. And I was on midnight shifts, and I said, "Yeah, it's not going to be any time. It's not going to cause any trouble for me." So, basically, they hand <laughs> they hand me this huge one of those oversized Barbie dolls, those like three foot ones, and they're like, "Okay, they got to come pick this up." The, on the scavenger hunt. First one that gets it's going to get a point, you know, whatever. So I say, okay. So it takes a while, and here comes part of the group to get their Barbie dolls. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, that was that was another one I remember, the big Barbie doll. Um, just... There was just moments that were fun like that. 
uh, I like when people have fun. I, and then there was the young man who was always trying to trying to prank me, and his name was Jared, and uh, he worked at the Dairy Queen, and they were talking to me, and again, I'm just being myself, joking around. I love talking to, I love, I love meeting people with the same energy I have. You know, it's just a, it's a, it's a good thing, and just. It really clicks, and um, so he would like call and try to do a prank phone call, a crank phone call, and it would work with me because I realized it was him. So I would just mess with him a little bit. <laughs> and the thing for me is I can get weirder than they are, so they ended up laughing and hanging up. So he tried everything. My favorite favorite thing he did was he got his buddies together again with the music here got his buddies together with their musical instruments. He had a, a big drum and one had a trombone and a clarinet, whatever. And they start doing this little parade in front of my store. <laughs> oh, I thought that was hilarious. I was like, that made my, made my day. That was just so fun. Uh, and then my relationships with the police officers and EMTs and firemen over the years has been wonderful. And we've all, we all share a sense of humor because especially when you work midnights, the midnight, us midnight workers, we see it all. And they've handled some calls again, like the homeless guy, they've handled some calls for me that were crazy. So a lot of when I would meet a new officer and, you know, one of the old, older officers bring him in to meet me. We would hit it off pretty fast because they like to hear about what they're facing. And it's not all good. As sometimes there were scary moments, but sometimes it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, the way people act. Again, dealing with the public sometimes it's just <laughs> it's it's an experience. Uh, well, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, I'll be right back. And I'm back. Um, uh, going to wrap this up. Uh, I enjoyed talking about this stuff. It, like I said, it's not all fun stuff, but there are fun things. There's some good things, bad things. It's just life. And dealing with the public, you learn a lot about the public. And like I said, everybody should have to do this at least once in their life. Uh, it's quite an experience. Also, I think it's a, a lesson on how to act and how not to act when you're out in public. I've lost my temper before. I'm not going to lie in public, but I, I handled myself. I wrote or I emailed a complaint about... Um, Walmart and I regretted doing it after I did it because it was at a, my Walmart where I shop and it, I just I learned my lesson don't do that again it's better just to deal with people up front it was justified it was a justified complaint I was angry but sometimes people 
get mad at the dumbest things. They don't think you're paying attention to them. I had a guy once come in and accuse me of being mean to his friend. And he totally had the wrong person. He proceeded to talk to me like I was dirt. Um, yeah, it's just, what is the point of all that? I don't know. <laughs> just, if you got a choice in life, be be kind. You don't know what people, what what's going on in their minds and their lives. What kind of struggle. Don't assume things. Don't assume our jobs are easy. I can, I mean, every job looks easy in, in, in uh, theory. Oh, all you do is blah, blah, blah. All you do is sit there and blah, blah, blah. You don't have, you know, I mean, every job theoretically seems easy until you have to do it. And we're all dealing with a lot of things in our lives. Everybody, if you, I, I always say, if you're not stressed out, you're not living. Um, because that's just a part of everyday daily life. But uh, don't become one of my bad memories. Because <laughs> I, I, if you think that you walked in the store and I, you treated me terribly and I'm going to forget. No, I will be pod- podcasting about you 20 years from now because that's the way I am. I don't forget stuff. So there's that. Remember, you made a difference in somebody. You, you might have caused them to quit that day by being so horrible. You might have complained on them and got them fired and they hate you. You don't know. You don't know your small action can yield big results so be nice okay and I, I I'll try I always try to be better and if I annoy people by talking too much I'm sorry if you see me that's what's gonna happen I honestly can't quit talking so much it's just my nature that's why I do a podcast so I keep thinking again that former classmate saying what possibly could you have to talk about it's like do you even know me (laughs) I can talk for 30 minutes on something that's not shouldn't be talked for about 30 minutes talked about for 30 minutes I can't talk I can think I don't have I don't express myself very well how's that (laughs) but anyway I'm going to wrap this up and I hope you found humor and I hope you maybe think about stuff a little bit about how to act. Most people do know how to act and and most people are kind and I love you guys. And thanks for listening to my podcast from my head to your ears. I'm Leonard Riggs and I probably will be back for another podcast. Most likely. (laughs) Thank you.